Yes, sir. And welcome to the Road to Damascus, where it's not about the road, it's about the journey. I want to thank you for listening to another episode of Road to Damascus. And before I introduce my co-host, I just want to tell y'all how y'all can participate in the show. As always, you can find us on Instagram as well as Twitter at Road to Damascus. That's Road to number two, Damascus. Or you can uh, reach us by email. That's Road to Damascus at iCloud. That's Road the number two, Damascus at iCloud.com. Reach out, send us an email, show topics, any ideas, any feedback that you may have. Now, as I get ready to introduce whoever's going to help me navigate this ship today, I have to say we have a full ship. I am excited because we have a full ship. Everybody's here. So because everybody's here, I'm going to start with the person who hasn't been with us in a while. Say what's up to the people, Lolo. Say what's up. Welcome back. I missed you. (laughs) And we missed you. We missed you. And the person that's always to my left, the man, the myth, the legend, the the one, the only. (laughs) (laughs) Say what's up to the people, Steph. Say what's up. And as always, the guru, the Jedi monk, the wild warrior. The gem dropper. Bam. (laughs) Bam. The one, the only, the returning champ. The champ is here. Miss Rabbi Shonda, say what's up, Rabbi? How you doing? Who are you talking about? I'm talking about you. It's good to be back with everybody here today. Man, I, I just I miss you all so much. Um, we finally got a full full show on deck. We had a good conversation before we uh, cut the mics on, like we always do. Um, so, what are we talking about today? I guess you're wondering. We're talking about forgiveness. And it's funny because the conversation before we cut the mics on was kind of about that. But what does forgiveness look like and what is it supposed to look like? So what I'm saying is, is there's a way forgiveness is supposed to look like, but there's also a way that it actually looks like in the grand scheme of things. So, you know, who I always start with when I start these conversations. So I'm going to start with you, Rabbi. (laughs) Don't, 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 Don't be surprised. So what is what is forgiveness supposed to look like, but what does it really look like? Okay, um, what is it supposed to look like? In all actuality, forgiveness is supposed to look like, like, like this. And everybody, if you've read any of the Bible, you will recognize this phrase. It's supposed to look like, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That's what it's supposed to look like. It's supposed to look like Jesus on the cross paying for a sin that he's never committed for people who didn't love him, but he loved them enough anyway to give his life, to wash and cleanse them in his own blood so they would have an opportunity to live their best life in abundance. And they've done nothing for him. They've done nothing to deserve it. As a matter of fact, they killed him for the message of forgiveness, but he loved them anyway. That's what forgiveness is supposed to look like. So you just starting off dropping gems. Do we even have to say anything? How did you come back after that? That's what it's supposed do, to do. Do any of us have anything that's going to match that? She just don't miss. I know. She just don't miss. I mean, it's early in the morning, too. No, so she's good. You must yeah, have your good. weedy she's today. Good. <laughs> I know. I had my coffee. <gasps> All right. Sorry to mean to cut you off. Continue. But what it looks like 
is a group of people who are hung up on how they feel about what's being said, how they feel about what's being done. Um, people who are concerned about being disrespected. Um, it looks like everybody out for themselves. It looks like a nation of people holding grudges. You know, it looks like everybody wants everybody to pay for their sins. Everybody wants everybody else um, to pay for the wrongs that they've done. That's what it looks like right now. It looks like everybody holding everybody accountable while avoiding accountability of their own. That's what it looks like right now. Man, I just, we all in all just looking <laughs> at it right now, if y'all und- understood. I'm going to go, I'm going to go ladies first, Steph, so I'll come back to you. Of so, Lola, what? <laughs> well, well, you haven't, we got to hear what you got to say. We've missed you. We, the people want to know what Lauren has to say. Okay, just uh, moments with Lauren. <laughs> but no, uh, of course, everything that Shonda said, I agree with. Um, in the current climate that we live in, forgiveness should be when you do something wrong to me. Like when you think about when um, the disciples were in the garden, when Jesus was praying, right? And he was about to go up to the cross. And my mans came, and they were trying to get Jesus. And what'd he do? Slash that ear off. And Jesus was like, no, 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 we don't do that. We don't do that. You got to remember, those soldiers were a threat. They were trying to come against someone that they loved. Absolutely. Someone that, you know, was there for them, provided for them, whatever the case may be, was there. And that's what forgiveness should look like. Just like Jesus put that ear back on and it was good as new. Mm -hmm. When someone does something wrong to us or offends us, and let me be the first to say, (laughs) y'all, I struggle with forgiveness. I struggle with that. But real forgiveness is, yeah, you did this to me. You made me feel this way. You hurt me in this way. But the, the moment after... I say I forgive you, or the moment after I ask God to release it from me, it's gone. That's true forgiveness, and it's so hard. Absolutely. My main man, Steph, knowledge (laughs) bomb. Knowledge bomb. What's the science? Hey, so Ephesians 4 and 32 says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. Um. When it talks about Christ and it talks about God saying forgave, forgave is past tense. That means he's already done it. Forgiving is an action word. That means it's an ongoing process. Forgiveness should look like that. It's supposed to be an ongoing process. You exercise that. Every time you see that person, every time that situation pops up, every time it pops in your mind, you're supposed to be exercising that forgiveness to say, you know what, let me, let me, let me think on this. That, that ask that God to heal your heart. Towards that person and towards that individual or towards that scenario. Now, what does it actually look like? It looks like it's supposed to be expeditious. Like it's supposed to be immediate. You know, most people say, I forgave that person. I forgave that. No, you didn't. Still bothering you. Every time they the way you talk about it, your actions are showing that it's getting a rise out of you when you talk about it. So if that person or that situation makes you feel some kind of way... And it, it causes your heart to, 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 to spike, your heart rate to spike, or an issue, and you're thinking about it, and it creates uh, an alternate uh, uh, outcome in your mind towards somebody or towards a scenario. 
that means you're not you haven't forgiven that person, and it needs to be exercised. That's all it is. Absolutely. So, well, I, I I think of two two lines from the Bible. One, when Jesus was to bring back what Shonda said, when Jesus was hanging from the cross, and they were mocking him, he said, "Forgive them, for they know not what they do." And then also think about when God says, "If you ask me for forgiveness, it's in the sea of forgiveness, never to be thought of again." But let me ask you guys this, because it, it, it and, and this is an opinion, so I'll put that out there. Why does it seem like Christians have the hardest time practicing forgiveness, even though we're supposed to be the ones who are the arbiters of showing the world true forgiveness? But it seems like we have the hardest time forgiving why do you think that is? Nobody because, grabbed the mic. <laughs> because Christians or church people feel like gatekeepers. You know, you feel like you're in charge of monitoring who's doing right and who's doing wrong. It's just like uh, under the law. And a lot of them are still under it. Not recognizing the, the letter killeth. You know, it's, it's the spirit that gives life. You're still holding people accountable to the letter. That's why they have a hard time forgiving because you know what? I have it all written right here, and this is what you're supposed to be doing. This is what you're supposed to be doing. You're not supposed to be doing that. Listen, that's, that's not your job. Forgiveness should be, defendant, please rise. These are the crimes that you have committed. And for these crimes, this is what the sentence should be. You've already pleaded guilty. We accept your plea. But bail and restitution has already been paid by the blood. Mm. So we have to look at people. We have to look at people based on not what they've done, but on the bail that's already been paid. So when somebody commits an offense, the first thing that should pop in your mind is that's already been paid for. Because when I commit one, it's already been paid for. That's, that's the, the, the disconnect. There are people still looking at, God don't need you to be in charge of who's doing what and who's doing right and wrong. He doesn't need you to keep record of that. That's his job. Most people are out of their lane. Mm. That's why they can't see it. They're not farmers. Mm. And you know what? God gave me that as a title for a sermon, that y'all not farmers, so quit trying to be. He says, let the wheat and the tear grow together. He'll do the separating. Right. You're supposed to be fishermen, not farmers. Bam. Right on. Yeah, no, uh, most people don't believe the product they're selling. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like uh, uh, when you actually can rest in something, then you too can also give that also. You know, right. like if, if, you're, if you're financially stable, you can afford to give somebody else some finances. Yeah. If you yourself are poor, then you, what are you going to give anybody? I mean, as far as monetary, right? So when you can rest in that finality of what God did for us through Christ— then you too can forgive somebody else also. And then you understand that, like, I have been forgiven. I feel forgiven. When, you, when it's hard to believe that, it's hard for you to forgive somebody else. Like, nah, I can't let that slide. Man, listen, <laughs> I just wrote that down. What? People who don't feel forgiven have a hard time forgiving. That's true. 100%. That's, that's a fact. Man, y'all, y'all out here dropping, dropping some hard science today. We all back together. It's the four horsemen. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? It's just like, with our powers combined. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so 
So, Lauren, did you have anything you wanted to add? I was just going to add uh, to piggyback with both Shonda and Steph was saying the accountability piece. Like, a lot of times um, we are not held accountable to forgiveness because we always try to hold each other accountable to other things. So, like, for example, if I was in here smoking, y'all would say, oh, girl, you shouldn't be smoking. Not y'all, but I'm saying, you know, right. you shouldn't be in here smoking like that. But if I was in here doing something that we all did, it would be okay. So if if believers or Christians are all sitting together talking about the offense, whether it's the offense of the pastor, the first lady, the people, the person that cut you off on the Gossiping. way here, it's, it's okay because we all in it together. Mm-hmm. But if one person decides to say, no, you shouldn't do that. You should probably let that go. Like Steph was saying off the air, you should probably let that go. You probably shouldn't do that. If everybody else was saying, don't don't listen to him. He don't know what he's talking about. He's just talking. You know, you know how to be hooded Kermit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know the hooded Kermit when it's like, do it. Yeah, (laughs) it it takes away the accountability. Right. So. Right on. Well, it's about iron sharpening iron in a a positive way. Because a lot of times, unfortunately, a lot of us live in echo chambers. And we hang around people that reaffirm our beliefs, reaffirm our actions, reaffirm what we do. I saw something recently. No, you know what? Not that I saw. I I produce a podcast every other week um, for somebody, and they were talking about friends and loyal friends and things like that. And one of the we people need to talk about that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry. we we could do it. We could do a topic about that for sure. But we were. Um, they were talking about um, when you have a friend that do something wrong and then you just jump in with them knowing they wrong and you help them. And then afterwards you go and check them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, my youth, I was like that, but I'm too old to be getting caught up yeah, in no. some, some mess. Nah, it's like, no, 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 no. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? Where like Lauren said, it's like, because we all doing it, you feel like because it's a friend, it's a loyalty thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I can't let you step over that line. Right. Because you go over that line now, we we grown now. Right. I don't expect you to be acting like we 15, 16, 19, 20 year olds and right. just going off the deep end. So I'm gonna pull you back in. Right. Like the, the highest expression of, of love is honesty. Yes. Right. You know, so I'm not gonna be in a situation with you and you about to do something wrong or something crazy. And then I get in it with you. Now, we both wrong and crazy. We right. are going to jail. You know, there's no need of me checking you later. Yeah. And I know it's wrong right now. Right. Yeah. You know, because there's a consequence attached to it that I don't want you to have to reap. Yes. So if you're in a situation with someone and they're your friend and they're declaring their, their undying love and loyalty for you and they allow you to jump off that cliff, that's your first clue. That that's not really your friend. Get right. rid of them. Send them right. to the back quickly. Because <laughs> yeah, friends got breaks. Yeah, right. You know what sure. I'm saying? The yeah. ones that's just on the bandwagon, they mm-hmm. all gas. Yeah. They're going to just tell you everything just to gas you up to get a rise out of you. Well, right. well, back to what you said. you Lauren, you earlier you brought up when the ear got cut off, right? If Jesus would have let that soldier's ear stay off, Peter getting locked up too and killed. Yeah, right. Because you can't put your hands on. That's like us trying to fight the police. Nah, that's true. Mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Jesus put the ear back on. Right. So it was no penalty for Peter. And right. it was a you lesson got, in it. Too. It was a lesson in it. Yeah. One, 
man, we you know we can't live by uh you live by the sword you die by the sword but it was also Peter had something else he needed to continue to do and that's what you brought up earlier Stefan when you got something else what what's the expression you always li- use life live forward understood only, in reverse yeah. only understood in reverse <laughs> That's what we do. We piggyback. There you go. So, so Peter can be looking at a year after Jesus was dead and he's discipling. Like if he wouldn't have put that ear back on, I probably would have got crucified with him that day or probably got killed by the other soldiers. And that was also, since we're talking about forgiveness, like an expression uh, for Peter, like, no, Peter, don't, don't do that. Like, we need to forgive them for what they are about to do. Yeah. Because yeah, it has to be done. Right. right. And it also establishes for us this conversation having a, a reference uh, for forgiveness instead of violence. And it right. builds character, yeah. too. Absolutely. And yeah. then you set a precedence if you leave that ear off. Right. Yeah. Um, you set a precedence for future Christians. <laughs> right. You know, to use the sword um, in situations where forgiveness could have been used. Right. Yeah. Because some things have to happen. Yeah. Right. And we and and that's even and, and just to, so with that some things have to happen. Mm-hmm. So why and 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 I'm gonna tell you me personally. With my relationship, see how my relationship with God work is, I feel like I always have to take the high road. Mm-hmm. Me too. And always have. <laughs> like the big, we all do it. Everybody just and <laughs> We not sitting up on the what twelve floors, right? <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying. So, yeah. because you always have to take the high road and be the one to forgive, Ooh, and, and you say to yourself, "God, I want to wild out sometime. Let me slap Please, somebody. Let once. me punch somebody. Let me be the Let one." Right. Right. Me, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So. What, since we oh, all we feel that, that way, how, what? Let's be honest, because we all feel that way. What? What's the most? Fr- let's do the one. Why? Why is that frustrating for you, Lauren? Because are you saying in being a believer? No, no. Well, one because you know you're a believer. Yeah. And because of your relationship with God, like you probably deal with other Christians, mm-hmm. and and they be wilding out, and you be like. I'm about to wild out the way they wilding exactly. out. And God be like, no, that ain't that ain't for you. That ain't that ain't, well, that ain't for you. So you sit down and you be like, wait, why why I can't do it though? Yeah, and you better be quiet too. Right. Because if you talk too much, you're gonna talk yourself out of what I got for you down the That's road. But um just to piggyback what Steph was saying, it's because of our callings are different, you know? Like the places that God wants to take us. Can you imagine reaching where God wants you to be and someone brings up, Lauren was tripping. I heard her cussing this girl out. I seen her punch somebody. It leaves a stain, right? And true forgiveness is removing the stain. And that's, I think that's what we. I like that. Don't understand. Like, we're so caught up in, oh, I just got to do this. Like, and I'm one of those people. If someone does something wrong to me, I have to do something back to I got to get my like, lick back. It's an unwritten <laughs> rule. Like, it's up there every time right. I see you. What you say? I got to get go. my lick back? Yes. But in reality, 
what does it do for you? It makes it worse. And then you got to, not only do you got to go to them and say, will you forgive me? Then you got to say, okay, God, please forgive me. Then you got to deal with the shame and the guilt. So it's just too much to come with it. Staff? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to look at it from a company standpoint, right? Uh, when you when, when uh, uh, um, a worker for a company does Stealing something. my idea. Is that it? I, mean, I don't know. All right, we probably picky, but there we go. We be, we be leaked in here. If, if a worker for a company does something, it is very different than a CEO doing something in the business because the CEO is the representation of the company within itself. It is under the umbrella. We all have been called to do something within the kingdom. And so us being representations of God, it is very important that we conduct ourselves in a certain manner. When you go through something, you go through, and it's, it's something that's going to be, you know, of, of high standard, um, something that's going to be impactful. They do a background check on you. Mm-hmm. Check a lot of things. They'll check tweets from years ago. They'll do a, a, a full thing. Ah, you can't say you need to go back and you need to respond on this. I need to respond to something I said in 2006. Yeah, you got to go back. That's what God does for us. He requires us to do certain things, to dig back back and say, you know what, let me deal with this. Hey, I apologize for that. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done this. So I've learned within my life it's best for me not to do it because he's going to make me go back anyways. And I, as soon as I got to go back, I don't want to have well, to go back. I'm going to be upset like I, me and Lolo, we was all talking just before the show. I've been in situations to where, yes, I wanted to put my hands on people. I did. And then God gave me these progressive scenarios. Now, when you do that, me and you both know you're going to go in your truck and you're going to be feeling all sad. You're going to call them and you're going to be saying this. And you're going to do that. And I'm like, you know what? Let me take this step back. I ask that God works on my heart and it allows me to, to see the situation in full because most people don't have that gift to be able to see a, a situation play itself out. They only see it play that 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 you know that portion, right? They see uh, a little snippets of it. All right, I'm gonna see this and this, but when you see the beginning and then you see the end of the outcome, mm-hmm. it is really a grace that that allows us to to make the right decisions before we make the bad decisions and the wrong decisions. And there's wisdom in it, and it's something again that has to be exercised has to be exercised for us to say, you know what, let me take the step back. Let me actually look at this situation and see through that anger, through that frustration, and not to act impulsively because a lot of those decisions lead us down roads and it's a domino effect. Mm-hmm. You don't even know. You, you, you could have went somewhere and you smacked the wrong person or cut the wrong person off on traffic. You throw the middle finger up at him and you got roll rage. Then you pull over to uh to to a job interview or somewhere as soon as you walk in that person you flicked off is at the front counter and like, i just <laughs> just see you in traffic oh yeah you go wait all day <laughs> right all day is there any way i could possibly get back there i got somewhere to go you got to get in line yeah. you know what i'm saying but god always works it out to where it's like you know what i took i took this situation on the chin in another scenario and you go somewhere, and they wondering why. I'm going to give y'all a prime example, right? This week, I went to Dairy Queen. Yes, I did. I like Dairy Queen. It was Queen. good. What'd you get? Oh, man, what? <laughs> I got that uh, Reese Pieces or yeah. Oreo. Ooh, and I was Oreo like an extra, right? I told them to slow churn it, okay? <laughs> so 
the girl in there was looking at me, you know what I'm saying? And I, yeah, I'm kind of like Mr. Magoo sometimes. I don't know, you know, you feel me? Like, I don't be knowing. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm, we know. So she was like, I'm going to hook you up. I'm like, all right, bet. And I was like, all right, thank you, you know. And I was and earlier that day, I was kind of going through some things. This girl put so much candy in the ice cream, she filled a whole nother, like, cup full of candy. Just in case, like, oh, if, if it wasn't enough candy for you. And I'm like, thanks. You know what I'm saying? One of those little things actually brought me joy later on that day. You know what I'm saying? Because it's always those little small things we got to look at. Like me and Shonda was saying earlier on, on the show. It was when, when things are going great, you don't see the magic. It's only when things are going bad when you see the magic. Because you're looking for the magician. But all around... Magic is happening every single day. And it's important for us to keep our heads down to be able to see that. Rabbi? Um, I had a, a situation that happened at work, and I had to go to another facility to speak with um, an individual who was having some difficulty. And he said, my job is not customer service. He was like, I, 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 that's not my job. I said, from nine to five, it is. Because from 9 to 5, the company's paying you. So from 9 to 5, you are a representative of this company. So customer service is absolutely your job for the entire time you're here. Because they're paying you. Not to represent you and how you feel, but to represent the company and what its mission is. It's interest. I have that same thought when when it comes to, you know, like forgiveness. I've been bought and paid for. So it's always my job to represent the owner. Man. So I'm responsible. (laughs) (laughs) Customer service is always. So you're always representing. Always representing. So when I do want to be mad, you know, I get mad. When I want to respond to my madness, I have to always remember, hey, hey, you, you don't belong to you. You can't represent it like that. When I want to smack somebody so hard that they taste metal, mm. hey, hey, you don't belong to you. You can't respond like that. You have to respond like your owner at all times. Mm. I don't get to represent how I feel about what's happened. I only get to represent the blood. That's it. Ooh, See, I'm only bringing you, I'm only today. bringing, I'm only bringing <laughs> small waters from now on. Because these small waters, they got some big results from you today. I'm just, podcast for me today. Lord said, I need to listen to this again. Oh my, you coming up my ass, down the driveway to the front door. I think people forget that forgiveness really is trusting God to do what he said. He said, vengeance is mine. He said, I'll repay. And when something happens to us, our first self-preservation, you know, our first instinct is to defend ourselves and to avenge ourselves. And we forget in that moment somebody slaps you, somebody takes your money, uh, somebody claims your child on their taxes and don't tell you. You know what I mean? Your first instinct is revenge. Your first instinct, you, you start thinking of ways 
you know, that you can get back. You know, you start, oh, woohoo! when I see you, mm-hmm. oh, it's going down. You're going to get you a beat. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you start thinking away. But no, no, we, you have to, there has to be a mechanism, a switch um, that flicks in relationship. Steph, and relationship keeps that switch working. Well, you get a couple of minutes to feel, you know, how you feel, but before it comes out of your mouth or before there's an action, that switch goes on and you remember whose you are. And you remember what they said, I'll avenge it. You know, David said, my foot almost slipped, you know, when I saw the prosperity of, of, of the wicked. But you remember who you are in that moment, who you belong to, who's already paid for you. And you remember he did everything else he said he was going to do he will avenge it. And so that keeps us from unforgiveness. You know, that should keep us always forgiven because it's not my job to get you back. Because just like he owns me, he owns you too. Hey, man. Hey, man. Man, Shonda over here just – should I take the knowledge bone name and give it to her? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. I was just thinking about what, uh, when Shonda was saying that, I thought about Moses and like the children of Israel. Moses was the direct representation yep. from God to the children of Israel. He didn't get the chances that the children of Israel got. No, and the minute he messed the up. The minute he messed up, he was, was like, yeah, me. you ain't going to make it over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, not you. Not you. Yeah. Not that, that, Sorry, I son. Pay, I, we ain't paying for that work trip. <laughs> <Right. laughs> You're done. <laughs> get back to work. <laughs> like, here's the water. Here's more water than you ever got, but you're not going to make it in. Right. Because right. nope. there's a consequence. Because you're the because it. you're the direct representation Absolutely. of 100%. me. Man, now I like that stuff. That, that, that was that you get a you get a Jamaican horn for that one. That was I wanted that other one. Oh, what you? Steph to make a request. No, no, no. Hit me with that word. Oh shoot! But but you know what else it remind? But about being a representation. You know, remember when Elijah? After uh, the sons of Baal got killed, they cut themselves up. And then Jezebel said, by this time tomorrow, mm-hmm. you're going to be dead. And that joker booked, took, uh, off. took off 100 miles. He was so scared. Right. He was a representation of God. God didn't say, oh, I understood your fears and your worries. God said, no, 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 no. Take your butt mm-hmm. and go back the way you came. Right. Absolutely. So at the end of the day, when you do something you have no business doing, when you're a representative of God, not only do you not have to go and make it right, you got to make it right the way he tell you to make it right. Absolutely. And you don't want him to have to tell, because like Steph said, you sitting in the car. Now, it's a it's a clip that I have saved on my phone, and I know Steph is saying, how you going to be mad at me for being mad at you for something you did to me? Make it make sense. But now... A person who did wrong by you, you didn't got your retribution, but now you got to call and ask them to forgive you. <laughs> now nah, they going to make you feel, no, nah, I ain't forgiving you. And now you like, mm. yep. Uh, yep, okay. Somebody okay. like me and say, you know what? what? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had this with the Lord. I never hey, that's but, how but you no, be wanting but, yeah. but you've already done your part, no matter how they respond. But the fact that you even got to swallow that pill. Yeah. To call and ask mm-hmm. them for forgiveness. Now you even more heated. But God like, nope, you're going to do it the way I told you to do it. Right. Or we're going to have even more problems. Right. You know, like your parent. We, You know, I'm a parent, Shonda. You a parent. You are, you are uh, auntie. 
Lauren, you are. Lauren's a parent. <laughs> yeah. You, you, Steph, Lord, got you know, but it's one no, of them Steph things. What you mean? <laughs> you got, you got, yeah, ne- you got nieces oh, yeah, got and nieces, nephews, and, and, and you be having to watch them. Yeah, 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 a lot yeah. of times. And, and, and you, and, but when you tell them to do it, no, you're gonna do it the way I told you to do it. Right now, too. Right now. Not tomorrow. Yeah. Right. So yeah. And, and and that's how God is. He's like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. You're gonna do it the way I told you to do it. You're not gonna do it. You want, no? Don't send no text. I didn't tell you to send a text. Ooh, yeah. I told you to call. That's me. <laughs> I be like, I gotta say it to him, Lord. Like, pick up the phone and call. Yeah. Oof. Lauren, Sheesh. call him. So, so those those are the Lord. things that that I think of. So, so now we we kind of talked about what it should or what it does what it should look like so how do we begin to help people walk in well we can't help them but how do we lead people into trying to be in forgiveness like trying to tell me how to how to lead into (laughs) forgiveness because because i mean at the end no it's hard i mean at the end of the day let's be honest forgiveness is hard yes especially depending on how somebody forgives you because Usually, with me and Steph had this conversation the other day with physical scars, you can see what you've done. If I slap you mm-hmm. and it leaves a bruise on your face, I can see the bruise and I can see when you eventually heal. Mm-hmm. But if I cut you with my tongue, I don't know how deep I cut you and I don't know how long it's even going to take for forgiveness. When Peter cut that ear off, he could see the damage. And when the ear was put back on, we could see the repair. But the other stuff, like Peter realized he cut his own self when he said, I, I love you and I'll do anything for you. Then he realized he denied his name three times and it was like, Ugh. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? So true forgiveness is is, is hard. And even with God, I, I always tell people, we not God. When they say being a sea of forgiveness never to be thought of again, we are is it we we not gonna be able to forget it, but we have to get to a point where we Shot can what we be said at the beginning. Halo C, we see. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah, Halo C, we see. Right. <laughs> but listen, when somebody does something and it makes me angry, I know immediately that I have to forgive it. Okay, I know imme- You know immediately when it happens that you have to let it go. Forgiveness is so hard for people. Because, well, so hard for a lot of people because they don't understand that forgiveness, like healing, is an act of the will. You have to choose to do it. You want God to just take it away, and it doesn't happen like that. Kind of like healing. You want it just gone, but you have to participate in the healing. In order to be healed, you have to be willing to let go of what's, what's making you sick. It's the same thing. You have to choose to let that thing go. And it's not going to happen without your participation. Not even God will force it out of your hand. You know, he's, it's your will. You want to keep it, keep it. But just realize unforgiveness is one of those things that will certainly keep you out of heaven. Not only will it keep you out of heaven, it will keep you out of direct relationship with God. Because as long as you hold that against somebody, there are things being held against you. Your forgiveness is directly tied to your ability to forgive. So you have to be willing to let it go. And if you're not, God's not going to snatch it out of your hand. And for those who are waiting for that to happen, that's why it's so hard for you to let it go. Because God's waiting on you just like you're waiting on him. Man. 
Just do that to see. I just see. <laughs> <laughs> um, I asked you, Stephanie, because Lauren. I think Lauren. Lauren's still trying to percolate what's going on in her mind. Because I'm Lauren. Just be like, I'm not there yet. Next. <laughs> I'm not there yet. But thanks. Thanks for asking. Thanks for the TED talk. <laughs> thanks. Like my daddy say, moving on. Moving. So, Lauren, what do you have to say? Um, so, did you have any more questions that you want to ask, Brock? <laughs> Go ahead, Steph. Um, What was the question again? It was just about helping people to understand how they walk into forgiveness, how they. Oh, um, exercises like we talked about in the previous show about faith. You know, uh, faith is something that you have to exercise with God, and it's not something that just comes overnight. God allows, he, he, he sends you through these things, and he shows himself in these different situations to where you learn to trust God. It's the exact same thing with faith. It's another thing of learning to trust God, like Shonda said. You you have to forgive and exercise that by every time you think about that scenario, every time you deal with these different issues. Really, I think the thing for me is it allowed me to uh, continue to work on forgiveness because I, too, need to be forgiven. So to be able to rest in that and, and, and to understand that I too need grace, that means I have to give grace. Right. So a lot of situations I don't hold against people. So I actually try to look at the the reason behind it. I think that's the thing that usually, um, what did they say on um, Matrix? Uh, this is really going to cook, bake your noodle. That's the thing that probably bakes my noodle the right. most is I try to look at the situation and I try to analyze it. And that's the that's the mindset is something I still got to work on. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, I actually look at it and say, I, too, need forgiveness in a lot of different areas. And one day I'm going to be on the other side where I'm, somebody's going to be um, I'm going to be asking somebody for forgiveness of something I've done. And then now the time I didn't forgive somebody else, that's going to be thrown in my face. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it allows you to have grace. For somebody else, not a sympathetic thing, but an empathetic kind of thing to where you know that you've done certain things. How many things did you probably do today that that God has already forgiven you for? Like we said in that in that scripture I read in Ephesians, forgave is a past tense thing. They could have the 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 narrator in there could have definitely wrote or the author that could have definitely wrote forgive. They could have said God forgave and you should forgive one another. And say you should forgive one another. It says forgiving one another. I Meaning it's a continuous thing. Continuum. Absolutely. You're supposed to do it constantly, constantly forgiving people. To say, hey, yeah, you did you did something against me and I I allowed you to get that close again. It hurt me. And uh, it is what it is. I know God is gonna bless me in those situations. And God always shows that He blesses me even more by me working out and being honest. And another re- another thing is honestly being honest with yourself that hey, I have an issue with this person. I may have I may have something hardened in my heart towards somebody. Not lying and saying, oh, "I ain't got no problem with that person." No, that we good. Trust me. I didn't I didn't forget I didn't forgot about that situation. Don't lie. Right. You got to really allow it to be to the only way you can you can kill mold is by allowing 
the 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 light to come in to mitigate it because it grows in dark cold places. Right, that's what I was gonna say. Too. It grows in dark cold places, so expose it's the exact same thing. Yeah, you gotta expose. You gotta expose. Confession it. is an aspect of forgiveness. Yeah, there you, you know, go. you confess it. You know, and he's just to forgive it. You know, yeah, you and then confessing all. one to another that's that you have people. It says, oh, go ahead, Lon. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Lon. We on the same wavelength. We all here. You can That's what I was just going to say, To kill the motor, no, you got to have the air come in and all that kind of stuff. So we got to expose those things. Absolutely. those things allow us to forgive, but it's definitely exercising it. Surround yourself with people like I got at this table that can that we all hold each other accountable. To say, nah, let that go. Let that right. situation go. And then it, it helps us to say, you know what? Let's get back on the right path. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're that podcast for y'all. Whoever out there ain't forgiving on Forget that person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just let it yeah, go, Yeah, they ain't that cold piece. <laughs> just let it right. go. Get another one. You all right? You all right? Go ahead, Lo. No, everything that y'all said was true. I was just, um, Shonda and Steph said it, is just exposing it. Um, like for me, again, I struggle with forgiveness. And I will hold a grudge. I will. I'm just being honest. So, but that, thing, but that's that's good that you're honest about that yeah. too, because you know that's not an area of strength for me. Yeah. So maybe when you call Shonda, you call me, or you call Steph, or we're here together, then you can say, "Let me let me run some by y'all, because maybe yeah. y'all can help talk me off the ledge." Yeah. Because true friends are gonna talk you off the ledge. We ain't gonna be like, "Do it." Yeah. Yeah, so it, it's just like for me, one of the things that I had to learn how to process forgiveness, I journal. So, like, I didn't sit down sometimes and wrote full letters to people mm-hmm. that I, whew, like, I can't stand you, the sight of you I can't stand to get it off of me. And then I say, okay, God, I got it off. Sometimes it takes that. It takes you to do the uncommon things so you can move on and you can be free. And, you know, forgiveness is such a daily walk. And But I think also for me, unforgiveness, me holding on to an offense that someone did to me is a way that I protect myself to be like, and this is for the listeners out here that's like that. You say, I'm going to hold on to this so they can't do this to me again. This this will never happen to me again. Yeah, I'll never feel this way again. So I'm going to stay right here in this position so that I can guard myself. But in reality, you're actually hurting yourself. And you're not allowing God to come in and do the fixing and the healing. So you got to let it go. Well, because you can miss a blessing in that. uh, Saying Shonda always says... You meet your destiny on the road you take to, <laughs> to avoid it. Yo, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so um, last question before we uh, do the block is hot and wrap it up. With forgiveness, so you 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 forgiven the person, but are you obligated to let that person back into the fold? No. If it's an offense by a person. No. Or is it just like I forgive you and, and you go your way and I go mine? No, you, listen, forgiveness is letting go of the offense. That doesn't mean God give us wisdom and common sense. (laughs) Like, 
you we can be cordial. I will speak to you. I can embrace you when I see you. But being a part of my intimate circle, no. Staff. Nah, um, you know, it's one of those kind of things that some people just get the severance package. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I want, you, I want you to be happy, but just not, you know, I mean, I want everybody to eat. Just not at my table. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's like one of those kind of things where some people you just can't, you know, you can't parlay with. You can't dine with. And it's you not to say that you don't want them to be happy and you don't want – um, you don't don't cherish maybe times that you you have with these different people um, and things like that, but it's, it gets to a certain point where you got to say, you know what, this becomes a strain and a detriment to me, you know. And again, I would say, of course, pray about those different things and those different relationships because I know is it, I want to be very cognizant in the words that I'm saying because this generation is a generation that likes to cut people off quick. And without giving anybody grace, I'm not saying to give people grace. First offense and you cut somebody off, it's a little different. You know, you got to look at it like we just said. Everybody's going to make mistakes and you have to be empathetic and understanding that. Um, But somebody who's an habitual offender, you got to get to the certain point. Are you going to allow that person to continuously offend you and to make you exercise your faith or to exercise your forgiveness? You need to work on some different muscle groups with some other people. <laughs> so, you know. Absolutely. Rabbi? For, for me, it's like this. Um, a, a person who's a, a felon fills out an application to, to work for me. I look at the application and I see, okay, they've been, they've been to prison. You know, well, what, what were you in prison for? And they say embezzlement. It's okay, stealing, you know, stealing the money. That's not what the job is for. Um, okay, I'm going to hire you, but your access is going to be limited. You can never work with the money, but you can do stocking in the, in the back. You know, you can inventory. For me, forgiveness is like that. Like, I love you, but your access to me is now limited. The space you had, you can't hold that space anymore. But if you need me, I'll, I'll be there for you. There may be some things that you can do still with me. Like, I don't need to throw you out all the time. So forgiveness may not be exile, but it'll definitely be access limit. So I'm not getting sent to the island of Patmos. No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> but you won't be sitting at the table with the disciples either. Absolutely. Which is always because Jesus knew Judas what he was going to do. Right. He knew and it. Let, he and let him whatever you're going to do, <clears throat> do it quickly. And let him kiss him on the cheek afterward. Right. That that yeah. Jesus was different. <laughs> he was different because Lord be like, oh, you ain't about to kiss me. I already know what you're here for. Right. No, actually, when we was at the table, I'm like, I'm gonna need you go ahead get your stuff. <laughs> you got your hat. Get your coat. Hey, no, no. Think about this. Think about this real quick. Jesus washed everybody's feet, including Judas's. Knowing what they were. Knowing doing what he was about to do. Still washed his feet. Mm. I mean, that Jesus was so focused on what God was actually going to do for him. That nothing else mattered. That nothing else mattered because he was <sighs> That's using That's a whole him. sermon right there. He was Jeez. using him to do something much greater yep. than to get back at Judah. Right. Because you know he just, you know, he, he be looking at somebody washing like this joker yep. right here. Yep. 
<laughs> like I'm about to. I might put yeah. something in the water. <laughs> right. Exactly. Here, just dip your foot right here, and it'd be some acid or something. Put something in the water. Oh Jesus! 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 Oh shoot! So uh, before we wrap up. The block is hot. The block is hot. Oh, she got one. Go, Go ahead. Listen, so did y'all see, and it actually goes with forgiveness. Right. Uncle Sam was talking about this on the radio the other day. Mm-hmm. It was a lady. I think she was like 72, 75, something like that. And this young guy carjacked her. I think I heard something yeah, about that. carjacked her and then died. He got in a car accident after he carjacked her. Wow. Her and her car... And then, guess what? She said she forgives him. She had tears in her eyes when she found out he passed away. Because he was a soul. Wow. And she probably was just wondering if he was right before he left. Right. Man. Can you believe that? Because wow. I would have been like, oh, you stole my car. You <laughs> would be like, see, that's what you get. <laughs> see, God don't like ugly. <laughs> right. That's what I would have said. <laughs> I don't like ugly. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I but thought that was crazy. That goes back to what you know we were just talking about. That sometimes we do things mm-hmm. and you get it right away, yeah. right? You know, there and and we see people who've done stuff who ain't got no relationship with, with God, yes. right? And they're okay. Well, you know, we 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 know they're not really okay, mm-hmm. but they with, with your okay. eyes, mm-hmm. it looks like everything's going well for them. They keep getting increases on the job. Yeah. You know, they look happy. Married, got kids, and when I see the prosperity of the wicked, exactly, mm-hmm. and you be thinking like God, they don't even, they don't even acknowledge you, mm-hmm. and then you see someone else who is just have this wonderful relationship uh, with God. As soon as they do something, they get like right away the consequence. Like man, but hey, who knows the call that was on this man's life when yeah. he carjacked? See, we just know he, right. he stole the car, right? We don't see all the nuances and idiosyncratic things that were happening before, in his life before right. that That's happened. True. Who knows? You know, the prompting, like, don't don't take that car. Don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't Not do today. it. Not today. Not today. But you do it anyway, yeah. and then there you go. That's Man. true. the shepherd, right? Damn. You, <laughs> you ain't going to forget that. Steph ain't never going to forget that. Steph going to be talking. I'm going to look at it because he's going to be saying, like, he know. And I'm just going, you know, somebody at a party and they be talking about pre show. Shada had me on some Discovery Channel. <laughs> Straight National Geographic. I ain't never learned about no sheep. Shada was in here school. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Go, Don't sleep on National you got, Geographic. Uh, all right, Steph, you channel. ain't got nothing. Shonda, you got something? No. All right, I have one thing, and I I don't want it because I know if it can take us there. But and this kind of goes to forgiveness as well. I just saw a video this week of a little boy about eight or nine years old getting snatched up by the police oh, about yeah. a bag of chips. And um, a man's videotaping it, and the boy is screaming and crying. And the man says, what is y'all doing? He said, he's stealing. And the other boy's like, he ain't even stealing. And he said, the boy said it wasn't even him. And it was over a bag of chips. It was three cops. 
And he said, all I saw was you manhandling him like he a murderer. He, and then the guy said to the man on the video, well, what are you going to do when he's breaking into your house? Mm. And one, I guess in New York, you're not allowed to arrest anybody under 12. You know, and I don't, at the end of the day, it was a $3 bag of chips. The man was like, if I pay for the chips. But I guess they end up contacting the boy's dad and, and it's an investigation or whatever. But one, two things with that. One, that the cop made the leap with this little boy to say him stealing a bag of chips mm-hmm. is going to lead to him breaking into your, breaking house. Into your house, stealing into your house. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I've stolen from the store before. Have you stolen from a store before, Shonda? Yes. Lauren, have you ever stolen from the store no, before my anything? I said, if you lie, you steal. You steal. <laughs> <laughs> See, we ain't lying about it. Right. <laughs> nah, I, I was always too scared to steal. Steph, you ever stole something from the store? <laughs> I steal. I don't keep. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, yeah, I think grapes, I had. You but know what I, mean? no, yeah. I, you know, I think when uh, I was young, I took a bubble gum. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm not right. saying I'm. Nobody. We not. We not going. Yeah, like, go in there with a gun. Yeah, yeah we not shiny. We just said, did you put did it, you, it in the bag? Put it right. in your back pocket. Put it in that bag. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no. What I'm saying is, but that didn't lead us to a life of crime. Right. Right. You know, sometimes you just like I want a bag of chips. Right. And I ain't got the money. So I'm gonna take this. But the trauma that goes with that. Yes. And the Lord be having to help me. Because the biggest issue that I struggle with as a Christian is on the social justice end and being yes. able to forgive these people and these white evangelicals. I'm just being honest right. that I see that see the plight that happened to us as black people and remain silent or act like it's nothing going on at all. It's just these are one offs. Right. So that's what I wanted to share. That was my block is hot. But so. Thank you for this edition of The Block is Hot. Lauren liked that beat. She king it to it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, great conversation today. Uh, I know this podcast will help at least one person today, Lauren. <laughs> I got my church today. I'm on my road to freedom, okay? So uh, we're going to wrap up with our closing statement. So, Lauren, I'll go to you first. The only thing that I want to leave everyone with is... Forgiveness is work, and you have to be willing to do the work to be free. Uh, One of the things that I say, and I've said it several times on the podcast, and I say it again, if you always keep your heart's posture in love and you always lead with love, it'll be easy for you to provide forgiveness and grace because you're not seeing the offense. You're not living in the offense you're looking at the person in the same eyes that God looks at all of us with love. Amen. Amen. Rabbi? Um, one is, let me be careful with unforgiveness. Um, because you're the first person to eat what you plant. So you reap what you sow, you're going to be the first person to eat it. That's the first thing. The second is, you can't love God and not forgive his people. You can't do it. We, you can try. You can think you're doing it. But you're not loving God if you can't forgive. Um, forgiveness is not complicated, but it is difficult. It's crucial to your walk with God. It's a choice to cancel a debt, knowing that it's going to work out for your good. Um, we have to remember that nothing is ever wasted. Like your pain isn't wasted, your anger isn't wasted. Um, face what hurts you, 
and it'll drive you closer into God's arms, you know, and we'll find the comfort that we're actually looking for. And one of Steph's favorite scriptures, Romans 8 and 28, <laughs> but we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and are the called according to his purpose. So when you're in situations and you're faced with choosing to forgive, just know the sacrifice that you make in forgiving, it's going to work for your good. Whatever it is you've lost because you've had to cancel somebody else's debt, it's working for your good. On the other side of all that pain and comfort is what you really were seeking in the first place. So if you can stand the strain, then God can pull you through it. Amen. 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 That was a good one. And Steph, you always got to start with James first. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, I knew he was going to say something. You knew that was coming. Yeah, I did, I did. <laughs> hey, that's actually a perfect scripture for right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Hey, go with go it. You know what? Yeah. All right. Uh, Cotter on joy. When you fall in a manifold temptations, knowing that the proven of your faith, work of patience, let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, lacking in nothing. That is James 1, verses 2 through 4, 2 through 5. Yep. Um, but I will say that. Uh, you know, exercise that forgiveness and uh, really uh, you have to do a diagnostic check within your own heart. Look at those areas that you're struggling in. Look at those areas that uh, may be weighing you down because those things can actually take a toll on your daily life, take a toll on your thought processes. And those things are the ones that you actually look at it and say, today is a beautiful day. Why am I feeling this kind of way? Because you're looking at that situation and you're looking at something that could have been and you're hurting yourself because, of the lack of forgiveness you've had towards someone or something. Um, allow God to, to, to manifest his love in your life. And the only way you can really do that is allowing him to work. So if you have any issues with anyone or anything, um, work on that every single day. Pray that prayer. God, I forgive them. I thank you for what you're doing or what you're going to do in my life and guide me to the path of least resistance so I can be whole in my life. And God will do that for you. Amen. Amen. Good job. Dropping some gems there. I'll just leave you guys with this. Uh, First John 4 and 20 says, if someone says I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar for he who does not love his brother whom he cannot see who he has seen, but loves a guy whom he has not seen. You can't do that. So at the end of the day, we can run around here all day and talk about we love God. We thank him for his blessings, his grace, and his mercy. But yet we're not loving other people and showing them the same grace and mercy that God has shown us. It's impossible to please him if we're not doing the things that we're supposed to do to be a representation of him. And everybody at this table is a CEO of God's company. And you all have to understand that if you are claiming the mantle of God, that you're also a CEO in this company and need to be representing them as well. So with that being said, I just want to thank you all for listening to another episode of The Road to Damascus, where it's not about the road, it's about the journey. And until next time, I thank you for listening. God bless and have a good one.